Good morning, everyone. And I'd like to talk about something that is super, super powerful. If you've heard of spaced repetition, that's what makes everything go. Uh, do something again and again and again, and it compounds. I, I love this idea that we become what we think about. And if we think about the same thoughts again and again, those thoughts become deeper and more permanent. And so that's one of the keys of everything is we become what we think about. And one of the things I, I think is really powerful, and we've probably heard this thought that uh, was portrayed by Aristotle, and I love this. He says, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, then, is not an act but a habit. Wow. Uh, that That's something that is so powerful, habits. If you think about pretty much everything that we are, most of the time we're on automatic. We don't really... We do become what we think about, but a lot of times it just happens. We don't uh, consciously do that. I was visiting with a friend, and we were talking about this idea, about this progress that a lot of us at first were unconsciously incompetent, and then the point comes where we're conscious of that, so we're consciously incompetent, <laughs> and then we start working on it, and so we're actively getting better, and then we become consciously competent, and then eventually we become automatic, and so we become unconsciously competent. It just is automatic. That's part of us, who we are. I think that's such a beautiful thought right there. And okay, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is an act, not an act, but a habit. And so if we think about that, we are what we do in life repeatedly. Your success is in your own hands. It's all about just getting habits, repeatedly doing it, and doing it. If you want to know your tomorrow, look at what you're doing in the present. And, and this is something that has just really hit me. I've repeated this a few times, and it's such a, a big deal. Uh, when I first had a chance to meet personally with John Maxwell, I heard him another time say this. I, it must be important. And so I'll say it again, but it is so profound uh, the first time you hear it, you might be thinking, uh, as I did when I first heard John Maxwell say this, that it's a little presumptuous uh, that he would say this, but when you really think about it, there's a lot to it. And, and so he talks about just the importance of today, that, that we should have a reverence for this moment. And so he talks about today matters, and he's got a book by that title. He says that you see success doesn't just suddenly occur one day in someone's life. And for that matter, neither does failure. Each is a process. Okay, here's the thing that maybe seems presumptuous, but think about this. He says, if I could come to your house and spend just one day with you, I would be able to tell whether or not you will be successful. And you can pick the day. If I got up with you in the morning and went through the day with you, watching you for 24 hours, I could tell in what direction your life is headed. And the secret of your success is determined by your daily agenda. If you make a few key decisions and then you manage them well in your daily agenda, you will succeed. And you will never change your life until you change something you do daily. This is so powerful. Uh, now, now, on the other hand, and I really believe this, that there is some moment in time, and I think most people that have become very successful, there was a moment of decision, some moment where something happened 
and and every for, from then on it changed. But they got the inspiration to make those daily changes. In fact, just a, a little plug about our event that's coming up. I believe one of the things that's purposeful about that is getting all together and having those aha moments where you meet with someone or you hear something and all around with this excitement of a group collectively inside, you're, you're changed and, and you're forever transformed because you have sufficient desire to make those daily changes. But that's the big thing is, is making the daily changes, doing it and then doing it again and again, taking purposeful action every day and just doing it. And now here's another thought I think is just such a, a powerful idea right here. And it certainly fits in with where we are in Avini at this time. And it fits in with that idea, the story that we've all heard about the little boy on the seashore tossing some starfish and the man coming up and saying, what difference does it make? Look at all these people. And he picked it up and threw one more. It makes a difference to them. And we can make a difference individually to so many people. All of us that have been involved very much with, with Avini Health know and seen and heard tremendous differences. I'm one of those people that made a big difference for me. So here's this big thought right here. What can I and only I do that can change everything? How can I make the biggest difference? Now, this is something that only you can do. If you don't do it, it won't be done by someone else. But if you do it and do it well, it can really make a difference in your life and in your career. And, and think about that. As you meet somebody, if you don't talk to them, it's, chances are Navini is so little that they might not hear about it. And so think about this. Every hour of every day, ask yourself this question. And, and just be clear on this task. And this is our job, is, is to let people know what we're doing. Make a habit of, of just getting on the phone and, and meeting people, talking to people about this powerful idea of health and wellness. So big, important thing. And there's a book called Atomic Habits. And wow, one of the best things you can do as far as getting in the habit is leaders are readers. Uh, read something every day. It, it's such a, a valuable thing. Now, also make it a habit. Uh, let it accumulate. If, if you read something uh, once that could make a difference, but what if you actually got in the habit of reading maybe five pages a day, ten pages a day every day? Would it make a difference? If you did it once, uh, not that much. If you went to the gym uh, one or two times, uh, you're probably still out of shape. If you, uh, say, decide that you're going to learn Mandarin and, and you do it one day, you're probably not going to understand the language, but uh, again, this idea, we are what we repeatedly do day after day. If you went to the gym day after day in a couple of months and somebody saw you, would they be able to tell the difference? If you read uh, day after day, would you be different? And along that idea, so there's a book called Atomic Habits. And when you first hear Atomic Habits, you think of energy. But I think the big thing in the book is Adam. Uh, those small things that comprise everything that we can see, but they're just little. And it kicks off with this story of the a British Cycling uh, Association. Now, 
something that's really interesting about Great Britain and bicycles. Uh, they endured nearly 100 years of mediocrity. It, it talks about that over 100 years went by and no one had ever won the Tour de France. Olympics, I think they won one gold medal in over 100 years. But then something happened. They brought on a new performance director. And this guy had this idea and he referred to it as the aggregation of marginal gains. This was his philosophy of searching for tiny margins of improvement in everything. And, and this whole principle came from this idea that if you just look at everything collectively, everything about how could you be a better bike rider, just the adjustment of your seat, on and on. There's just a whole bunch of different things that you can do. And so he measured them and putting them all together added up to some significance. And so here's what it all came out. Uh, five years after bringing him on and just adding little improvements, maybe less than 1% on something here, something there, but collectively over time adding up. It was astonishing. Eventually just putting it all together that during a 10-year span from 2007 to 2017, British cyclists won 178 world champions, 66 Olympic and Paralympic gold medals, captured five Tour de France victories, uh, widely regarded as the most successful run in cycling history. Again, how did that happen? Wow, the aggregation of just little things collectively all add up. That, that's just so magic, this idea. And I'm making them habits, I might add. That is so powerful. It's so easy to overestimate the importance of one defining moment. And I, again, I believe uh, that is a big deal. Decisions, uh, that's what our life is made on. But, but it's managing those decisions and turning them into systems. Uh, that's what happens. Losing weight, building a business, writing a book, uh, whatever it is, day after day. Wow. I think about John Maxwell coming into your home and watching you at the end of that day, do you want him to say, wow, I think you're going to be successful or uh, success, success is not in you? All of us are automatic. I, I want to go to something else that I, I wrote down in my notebook. And uh, this is actually something from my, that I transcribed from a, a talk a, a long time ago. And I, I just love the thoughts as taken from William James and, and so forth, that uh, this is an old talk and people spoke so well, but uh, let me just write this down about the importance of habits, that we're all bundles of habits. So here goes the talk here. It has been so ordained in nature that what we do continually and consistently becomes habitual. It becomes natural. It's been called second nature. And this is fortunate. It conserves our strength our attention, our power, in that good habits more or less become automatic. We can make a decision on a principle that will answer for a thousand or ten thousand occasions. We can make decisions on problems before the problems even come to us. Wow. Habit is the enormous flywheel of society, the most precious conservative agent. It alone keeps us all within the bounds of ordinance. Okay, cool. Habit makes everything easy and casts difficulty on the 
deviation from the wasted course. We are the builders of our habits. We are the creatures of ourselves. And, and you've probably heard this. I think this is also William James, that sow a thought, reap an act, sow an act, reap a habit, sow a habit, reap a, reap a character, sow a character, and reap a destiny. How do we form our habits? We become what we think about, rethinking again and again and again. Here's Napoleon Hill. Any habit which weakens one's willpower invites a flock of its relatives to move in and take possession of the mind. Ooh. Habits are hard to form, but they're even harder to break. Now, here's a thought also along that line that bad habits are easy to gain and hard to, to live with. Good habits are hard to gain, but easy to live with. And I think one of the big things is a lot of our world today is studying the psychology of all of this kind of stuff. And addiction, almost everything is made to be addictive, whether it's the food we eat or what we could call food, that, that processed stuff that's in packages that actually maybe tastes better than real food because of, of stuff in it, the stuff that we can watch, a lot of the social or electronic things. It, it's designed to make you addictive. <laughs> it's just, you, you want to be conscious what you put into your mind, into your body, everything else. And don't let somebody else hijack you and make those habits yours instead. And here's a, a, along that idea right there that, that we, oh, we do need an overall plan. And uh, Jim Rohn talks about that because without a, a plan in life, you will fall into someone else's plan. And guess what they have planned for you? Not much. And so decide uh, when you get out of bed every morning, you already know where you're going. And, and a lot of the stuff, you're automated, you're in habit. You're following your daily agenda of success. Such, such an important thing right here. And let me see if I can find. Okay, this is Zig Ziglar. Uh, repetition is the mother of learning. That means it is the father of action. And that makes it the architect of accomplishment. Those are fun thoughts right there. Again, this idea of the bicycles, the aggregation of marginal gains. Wow, powerful stuff. So on that idea, goals, we want to have goals. That's the plan, a life plan. But I think everybody has goals, whether you're successful or you're unsuccessful, you probably have some goals and you've made some goals. And a lot of Kind of what fits into the New Year's resolution, the excitement and possibility of, of a, a brand new year before us and, and things like that. And now, all of a sudden, this week, we're going to flip into September. What have we done? I think the big difference is the, the systems and things that we have been, been put into our lives where clearly we have done good things and made them habitual versus maybe not being that. We're all on that automatic. Make success automated with good systems. Wow. And just, again, I, I like to think about this idea, and it goes back to back in 1970s when I was in Amway. I, so much of who I am goes way back to those early years where I heard ideas and I decided, not me. So going back there, Jerry Meadows, super successful guy, was doing a seminar, and he was talking about the, the key idea of what this is. It's talking to people, 
and sponsoring them. It's building a team. It's uh, finding customers. And he was talking all about that. And afterwards, a guy came up and said, I just seem, I can't seem to sponsor anybody. Will you help me? And it was interesting because he said, okay, let's sit down and figure out what's going on here. Uh, how, how many people did you talk to last week? And the man said, uh, that was a, a rough week. I had a lot of things going on. And he started offering different reasons why he didn't talk to anybody. And, and Jerry was just very, hey, I understand. We, we all have weeks like that. And, and just let that go. And he says, okay, so tell me, the week before that, how many people did you talk to? Well, at that point, the man thought a moment and he says, no one. And Jerry says, this is fantastic. Do you realize that you're sponsoring 100% of the people that you're talking to? <laughs> I'll never forget that. Boy, you don't ever want to uh, be in a situation. Uh, someone once said, we've got too much and we should say less to more people. And actually, one of my sons came up with the idea and he says, most people say nothing to everyone, which kind of fits into the person that Jerry Meadows was talking to. This is the thing. We want to get really good at doing this and make a habit of it. This is our system is we want a clear system of what we say and then say it often, say it really well. And this idea of that which we persist in doing becomes easier and we become better at it. Not that the nature of the task is less difficult, but our ability improves. And so what we continue to do, it becomes a habit, but also we get better at it, and also we, I think we get a, a better hunch at just talking to the right people because this is the things we have total control of is what we say, how, how many people we say that to, uh, the type of people we say it, how often we say it, and, and there's just magic in the numbers of relentlessly day after day after day of being really good, saying the right things, and eventually it'll fall on the right people. And ultimately, success in this business is, is just defining an, enough people. And the numbers makes it uh, just a certainty. Uh, it becomes a certainty because, because of the numbers. And so get really good at it and then just do it long enough. Uh, such a powerful idea. One of the ideas I think is really fun is this little quote here. Habits are the compound interest of self-improvement. That, that's what this business is all about. We've had this idea, and I love this thought, although these products are amazing. Uh, the best I've ever been involved in and been able to represent and, and see the power of what they have on people. But the real product is human beings and helping them realize their potential greatness, that, that uh, uh, we have a, a self-improvement program, uh, the best there is, and it's funded by these amazing products, all in an environment where uh, we've got something everybody needs and nobody has it, uh, so opportunity is here. Uh, we just got to go go for it and do it and do it. So that's it's such a, a powerful thing. And one of the things I think is a, a good thought right here, too, is your outcome, it's a lagging measure of your habits. And so it doesn't happen instantly. Again, if you uh, uh, read a, a, a 10 pages, that might make a big difference. But if you read 10 pages day after day after day or go to the gym day after day after day, over time, it accumulates remarkably um, moment by moment, uh, John Maxwell, he comes to your house, 
choose what you do, whether it's success or failure, uh, probably at the end of the day, there's not something magnificent that particular day. But compounded over time, it's it's wonderful or it's just what you do in your daily habits. So we, we should be really more concerned about our habits and then the overall trajectory of where this is happening. If you're a millionaire, but you're spending more than you're earning each month, this is a bad trajectory. <laughs> Just If you're eating junk food, although you're maybe healthy at the moment because you're young and you've got a lot of life energy, people doing that, if you continue to do that. And I've got a friend years ago, I, I remember him buying a new car, but he didn't take care of it in, in conversations and stuff. Never changed the oil. When the oil light came on, he'd add a few quarts. And that was how it went. And the car ran great until it hit about 50,000 miles. And I think that's what happens to our human body is it can take an, an amazing amount of abuse for a while, but then it adds up. And boy, you want to really take care of everything about your life. It is so important to uh, Again, you get what you repeat. And if you want to just predict where you're going to end up in life, all you have to do is is follow that curve of tiny gains or tiny losses and your daily choices, and they compound. Where will you be 10, 20 years down the line? Wow. Are you spending less than you earn each month? Are you exercising? Are you making it into the gym? Are you reading the right books? Specifically with Avini, there's fundamental things that you need to do to build a business. And you just do this again and again. And it's magnified, this little margins between success and failure, the little habits, the tiny habits, it it adds up and compounds. Change takes years before it happens all at once. Isn't that a fun thought right there? I think we ought to go for it. Decide today that I'm going to consciously develop good habits. I'm going to consciously try to get rid of my bad habits. And over time, you'll actually move down a whole different road on your way to success. Anyway, so glad you guys are part of this. And let's make Avini Health a healthy habit.